You're listening to Beyond the Game. I love you guys. love the program. You're already famous in Rochester, but watch out, world. It's a faith-based sports radio program. That's the dumbest thing I could think of. I love everything about it, the, the, the beards, the handshakes. That just means I'm never leaving my kids alone with you. The ladies are digging my sweet bass. We would be honored if you would join uh, I don't know. I think Mark Sanchez is out there. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rick Benson. He's Zach Barletta. This is the Beyond the Game program, a sports talk radio program with a faith-based perspective. So glad to have you with us. We hope to encourage you with a perspective on the world of sports that we know you're not going to find anywhere else. You don't have to be where we are here in Rochester, New York, to hear the program. You can find the podcast on Google Play or iTunes, or you can go to our website, btgprogram.com. We're also on social media at btgprogram. Subscribe. Have it downloaded every week, just like people all around the globe do. Last week's show was downloaded in England, Ireland, among other places, and Istanbul, Turkey. Wow. I hadn't seen that one come up before, and it's downloaded, of course, all across the United States in places like Granville, Illinois. Granville is the birthplace of Hall of Fame pitcher Red Ruffing. Oh. Ruffing won 273 games pitching for the Red Sox, White Sox, and Yankees, a member of six World Series championship teams. All with the Yankees, of course. He has a plaque in Monument Park at Yankee Stadium. An interesting story about Ruffing. His father was a superintendent of a coal mine where Red started working when he was 13 years old after quitting school. Two years later, at 15 years old, his left foot was crushed in an accident between two mining cars. Doctors were able to save his foot, though he did lose four toes. Had to postpone the start of his professional baseball career because he couldn't run as fast as he used to. It was a manager of a nearby semi-pro baseball team that suggested Ruffing should try pitching. And as they say, the rest rest is is history. history. To the fine, upstanding, good-looking people, highly intelligent citizens of Granville, Illinois, we thank you for listening to Beyond the Game. And wherever it is you are this morning, we thank you as well. Zach, why don't we get the show going with shenanigans? All right. your shenanigans statements for this week? All right, here we go. Number one, the big news story locally is the Bills making Josh Allen their starting quarterback in only week two of the season. So truth or shenanigans, the Buffalo Bills are making the right decision by starting Josh Allen at quarterback. You're the bigger Bills fan in the studio. I'm going to let you go first. Boy, it's a complicated answer, and I thought I knew what it was when I wrote the question. And the more I think about it, I think it depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to win games, it's definitely the right decision. I don't know about whether it's the best thing for his development. I do lean towards the best thing for a quarterback is just to get on the field and play and learn the speed of the NFL. But it was obvious that Nathan Peterman does not belong on the field. So I have to agree. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I'm going to agree with it. It is the right thing to do sitting where the Bills are sitting. Mm -hmm. Look, they tried Nathan Peterman. It didn't work out twice. They need to do something different. But I'll tell you, this is why they shouldn't have traded A.J. McCarron. Agreed. He would have been helpful at this point. You need a veteran quarterback in there because I'm telling you, with that offensive line, Josh Allen's going to be running for his life. Now, hopefully they get a spark of some type. He's a great, talent-loaded kid, and I want to see him do well. If if it's a choice between him and Peterman, I think you got to go with Josh Allen. Yeah. Hopefully he finds that spark that Deshaun Watson did at this point last year. Agreed. Number two, sticking with rookie AFC East quarterbacks, Jets quarterback Sam Darnold makes the Jets a legitimately good football team. No shenanigans. 
He makes him a better football team. They were a five and eleven football team last year. They're better than that. They have a quarterback now. They have somebody that can a quarterback who can make plays for them. Mm-hmm. The one complaint that people have on Darno is that ball protection issues. Yes. But at USC, the same thing that got him into those turnover situations was he was making plays happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to get. And I think you're going to see that in the Jets this year. But, yeah, I think he makes him a better team. But, no, not a legitimately good team. I agree. And when I wrote this question, I had in mind the fact that they scored 48 points on Monday night against the Lions. But then you find out, well, they might have known what the Lions' plays were, et cetera, et cetera. Also, that interception is a throw that probably my four-year-old knows you should never make across your body to the other side of the field. And I look at the tape of that game, and it's not like Sam Darnold was outstanding. Like, he was good enough. But the defense, know, he was pretty good. The defense consistently gave him short fields to work with, gave him the ball a lot. I, I'm still not convinced that Sam Darnold should be starting right now. We'll see what happens, but I also say shenanigans. Who are you going to start instead? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Mark Sanchez is out there. <laughs> okay. Number three, the New York Yankees are in danger of missing the playoffs. Truth or shenanigans? Uh, shenanigans. They're not in danger of missing the playoffs. What they are in danger of, is not hosting that wild card game. Mm-hmm. They handled two out of three on the road in Seattle. Tampa Bay has now passed Seattle as the one chasing the Yankees. I think Tampa Bay's eight games behind, but Oakland is right there, two games. But they're all, they're only a few games behind the Astros for the division. Uh, who knows who's going to grab that wild card? I think that's up in the air. Uh, see, uh, as a Yankee fan, the Rays kind of have me nervous. They've played the Yankees tough this year. It's the middle of September, though, and, they, and yeah. eight games is a ton of st- games to make up. It is, but what has me nervous is that the those two teams are headed in different directions. Since the start of August, the Yankees are something like 20 and 18, and the Rays just don't seem like they lose anymore. So uh, while I, I don't – I'm going to say shenanigans. I don't think they're in danger of missing the playoffs, but it's getting uncomfortably close is what I'll say. Yeah, I don't think the Yankees want to go out west and play that one-game wild card in somebody else's house. No. Especially, they never play well out west. You don't want to go to Oakland and play that game. You don't want to go to Houston to play that game should Oakland pass the Astros. Yeah. You want that game in New York, and you only got a couple of games up now. So they are not in danger of missing the playoffs, in my opinion, but they are in danger of losing out on that top wild card spot. That's going to do it for this week's shenanigans statements. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the Jets. Zach alluded to Sam Darno being the Jets' new quarterback, and he alluded to that Monday night game where they just took it to the Detroit Lions, and the Jets knew what the Lions' plays were going to be. We're going to talk about that. I'm Benson. He's Barletta. You're listening to the Beyond the Game program. Professional Bull Riders Real-Time Pain Relief Velocity Tour returns to Rochester September 22nd. Tickets start at 15 bucks. Get the best seats now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. It's the Rochester Rumble. It took me a long time to be able to say Chandler has cancer because that is such a scary word. When St. Jude finds something that works well with a certain cancer, they share that with everybody. And knowing that we don't have to pay for all of the medical expenses, that's huge. 
We just have to worry about helping Chandler, and he's just my heart. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. When I have a home remodeling project, whether interior or exterior, I call McAfee's Remodeling Company. Family-owned for nearly two decades, McAfee's Remodeling Company is the name I trust. Mike McAfee put a new bathroom into my house three years ago, and I'm still getting compliments on it every time someone comes over to visit. Mike and his crew are experienced and professional, and you'll be thrilled with their work. So give McAfee's Remodeling Company a call today at 402-1070. That's 402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. On September 22nd, join us as we celebrate American Grit. When the professional bull riders' real-time pain relief velocity tour returns to Rochester September 22nd, you won't want to miss the toughest eight seconds in sports. Tickets start at 15 bucks. Get the best seats now at PDR.com or Ticketmaster.com. It's the Rochester Rumble. Be a part of PDR history. Be there. From our studio in Rochester, New York, welcome back to the Beyond the Game program, Sports Talk Without the Trash Talk, BTG program or at BTG program, btgprogram.com or at BTG program, I should say. Mm -hmm. You've had several days now to think about what you saw on opening weekend of the NFL, and you're still probably trying to decide if what you saw is what you think you saw. The Cleveland Browns did not lose. I've... Seeing things you people wouldn't believe. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the man. <laughs> and the New York Jets are undefeated, not just winning their season opener, but I mean, they went out on the road and throttled their opponent, the Detroit Lions, 48-17. to And I'm not suggesting that the Lions are a Super Bowl team, but they only missed the playoffs last year by a game on the final weekend of the season, and I have them grabbing a wild card spot this year. I think they're better than what they showed Monday night, for sure. They're a good football team. Maybe not great, but they're at least good. But if Monday night is any indication, well, maybe I need to rethink who I'm going to pick for my wild card team because I'll tell you what, they should be able to handle a rookie quarterback in their own building. Mm -hmm. A team starting a rookie quarterback, a team that finished 5-11 and last year with a rookie quarterback, they should be able to handle that. Instead, they look confused most of the night. And worse, they looked they looked unprepared, even though they had months mm-hmm. to get ready for this opening game. First-year head coach Matt Patricia, I'd say he's got some work to do there. Now, I still think he'll do a good job there in Detroit. I do, I'd like to see him dress up a little bit more. Step mm-hmm. up the wardrobe, man. I mean, he looks, if you had passed him on the street outside the stadium, if he was laying down on a bench, you'd just assume he was another homeless guy. He kind of looks like one of the dwarves from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I guess he does. Yes, the Lions looked horrible, but I think Monday night was more about the Jets. Mm-hmm. They really looked good. Jets fans may have thought, here we go again when Sam Darnold threw that interception on the first yes. play. How Jets is that? Mm-hmm. A first play of the game, and Sam Darnold throws an interception. A pick six interception on that. Uh, not a very good decision to make that throw, in my opinion. But he certainly bounced back, had a terrific game, especially by rookie standards. And by rookie New York Jets standards, 
well, then move over Joe Namath. Here's the new face of the franchise. Yeah. Or I mean, at least move over Geno Smith, right? <laughs> yeah. But the defense was strong, too. I mean, this is the New York Jets we're talking about. They look good. They look like the Green Bay Packers. They look like the New England Patriots in a primetime, nationally televised game. They intercepted five passes in a game for the first time in nearly 20 years. They scored their first defensive touchdown in something like 70-some games. First time going all the way back to 2013. Mm -hmm. And if you believe the reports, and why wouldn't you after the way they played, the Jets players say they knew what was coming. Talking about Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford, Jets linebacker Darren Lee said, we were calling out their plays as he was getting up to the line. Stafford was picked up four times, picked off four times, I should say. Mm -hmm. Matt Castle was picked off one time in that brief stint when Stafford was off out of the game due to an injury. Lee added, we knew his signals. We knew everything. The Lions had the same problem you might remember back in 2015. It was a different coaching staff for the most part back then, although current offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter was on the staff, albeit in a different position. In fact, it's sort of that incident back in 2015 where they were tipping their play sort of led to that OC at the time. I don't remember who it was, but he got fired, and that's how Jim Bob got that job. Wide receiver Golden Tate had gone on radio at the time and said players from other teams told him that they knew what plays were they were running. Jets players were careful to point out that they weren't stealing signs, that they were just prepared, they had studied, they had watched film, and both Patricia and Jets coach Todd Bowles seemed to downplay the Jets' comments, Patricia saying that every team sort of has an idea on what its opponent's going to run. But it seemed to me like the Jets were being overly cautious mm -hmm. to avoid uh, some look like Spygate. You know, they they just didn't want to be compared to that when they mm -hmm. were saying they knew the plays. And, and, of course, they wouldn't. But here we go again with those unwritten rules in sports. Like, if they're standing on the sideline looking at the other team sending in the signals, who cares? Yeah. Hide I mean, your what difference better. does it make? Hide your signs better. Same thing in baseball when – the batter is looking back at the catcher. I mean, if he does, so what? He's a tool, but so what? Mm -hmm. And if they're stealing it from second base, have better signs. Why does the one finger always have to be the fastball? Mm -hmm. Change it up. Do something different. As many hours as coaches spend in the film room, come up with something new. I, I like in college football where they have these placards. They'll hold up a tiger and a 65 Mustang, and a picture of Burt Reynolds from Mystery Alaska, and that plane means something. And then the next play, they've got something different. And I mean, how the heck did Peyton Manning keep defenses off balance with Omaha all the time? Yeah. Nobody ever knew what Omaha meant, did they? I don't think we ever figured it out. Aren't you glad you don't have to decipher what Tiger plus 65 Mustang plus Burt Reynolds means in Scripture? Not that you could find that combination anywhere in the Word of God. Well, there are certainly mysteries in the Bible, and waiting on God as you determine what it is he's calling you to do is, of course, invaluable. But when it comes to the most important things, the Bible's very clear. It even says that the world around us calls out to the existence and to the wonder of God. How easy is that? Romans chapter 1, verse 20 says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens are telling of the glory of God, and their expanse is declaring 
the work of his hands. We can't charge God with hiding himself from us just so we can have an excuse for our sins and our immorality. When it comes to the plan of salvation, so that we can be rescued from the penalty of those sins and live in glory with him and for all of eternity, it just couldn't be any clearer. Isaiah 45 verse 22 says, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. John chapter 3 verses 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Verse 17 says, For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. That is why God made it so clear. He wants the world to be saved through him. People say that the path to heaven is confusing because there are so many ways. but That's not what God said. He wants you to know him. He wants you to be with him in eternity. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 says, And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. But that choice is all yours. He's not going to force his way into your life if you don't want him there. Many want the peace of knowing that when they die, they will go to heaven. But that only comes by knowing Jesus Christ as Savior. Many want to have Jesus, but they want all that the world has to offer as well. And it just it doesn't work that way. You must choose which is going to be your priority without compromise. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Heaven is available to those who choose to follow Christ, and you can know that when you die, you have eternal life. John 10.27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And they follow me, and I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Jesus Christ has already paid the debt of our sins when he gave his life on the cross. Second Corinthians 5.21 tells us, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He had lived a life without having ever sinned. He didn't need to die, but he chose to do so. And when he did, he took all the weight of those sins of all of mankind on the cross with him, paying for them with his sacrifice for us. He was buried, but then he rose again three days later because he has the power over death. And you can have power, that same power he wants to give to you over eternal death by placing your trust in him. Admit your sin to God. Admit your guilt to God. Tell him that you believe he died on the cross for you. Tell him you believe that he was buried and then rose again and ask God to forgive you. And tell God that you want to change. You want him to help you repent from your sins. 1 John 1 9 says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Romans 10, 9, and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. If you've done that today, we'd be encouraged to know about it. Send us a note, would you? Go to our website, btgprogram.com. Our contact information is there. I'm Rick Benson. He's Zach Barletta. 
This is the Beyond the Game program. Do you see, do you see all the people sinking down? Okay, here is your Red Hawks recap for the week covering up through September 11th. The Red Hawks recap being brought to you by Roberts Wesleyan College. Junior midfielder Terrell Spencer scored two goals and added an assist as the men's soccer team defeated Stonehill College 4-2 last Saturday in the Red Hawks home opener. The women, meanwhile, were on the road against Post University and for the second straight game played to a scoreless tie. Maya Rutland had six shots while her sister Taylor had five, though none were able to get past Eagles goalkeeper Cheyenne Grimm. Also last Saturday, the Roberts Wesleyan women's volleyball team were in Albany for a tri-match at the College of St. Rose. After losing to the hosts, the Red Hawks bounced back for a five-set thrilling victory over Nyack College. Junior Rachel Holmes led the Red Hawks with seven kills and 15 digs in the early match before adding 17 kills and 13 more digs in the nightcap. Sophomore Emily Rollison had 10 assists against St. Rose and 23 in the win over Nyack. Elsewhere, the women's tennis team got their season off to a good start with a pair of victories, 5-2 over St. Michael's College and 9-zip over the College of Brockport. And that women's volleyball team is your only chance to see the Red Hawks athletics at home this week. Tomorrow, that's Saturday, September 15th, they'll tip off against Urbana University at 12.30 at the Voller Athletic Center on the Roberts Wesleyan campus. They'll also host LIU Post next Friday night, September 21st at 7 p.m., and then New York Institute of Technology next Saturday the 22nd at noon. You can stay up to date with all the news regarding Roberts Wesleyan College Athletics, as well as finding scores, game highlights, and much more by visiting their website, robertsredhawks.com. And of course, you can follow Roberts Wesleyan Athletics on Twitter at RWC Redhawks. This has been the Red Hawks Recap presented by Roberts Wesleyan College. If you know a high school athlete looking to become their best self, think Roberts Wesleyan College. Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts. We recently won six conference titles. Our teams have made three NCAA national championship appearances and 96 student athletes were named East Coast All-Conference. And Roberts has the only NCAA Division II program in Greater Rochester. Tell the athlete in your life about Roberts. Visit roberts.edu. Is here. Ram Sports Network. Christian Sports Television. That's right. Christian Sports Television. Ram Sports Network is the first Christian Sports TV channel with programming from Pee Wee to the Pros. Games, events, sports talk, fitness and nutrition, sports missions, Western sports, and sports ministry. We're spreading the gospel through sports. Watch us now at RamSportsNetwork.com or find us on the Roku Channel Store. Ram Sports Network. More than a game. On September 22nd, join us as we celebrate American Grit. When the Professional Bull Riders Real-Time Pain Relief Velocity Tour returns to Rochester September 22nd, you won't want to miss the toughest eight seconds in sports. Tickets start at 15 bucks. Get the best seats now at PDR.com or Ticketmaster.com. It's the Rochester Rumble. Be a part of PDR history. Be there. You're listening to Beyond the Game, talking sports from a different point of view. Beyond the Game is listener-supported. You can help by making a one-time gift or perhaps even committing to a monthly pledge amount. And if you own a business, consider advertising during the Beyond the Game program and promote your business to large audiences of both sports fans and people of faith. Please join us as we seek to encourage, equip, and evangelize through Sports Talk Radio. 
Visit our website at btgprogram.com for more information or make a donation via PayPal Secure Servers. Beyond the Game thanks you for both your financial and prayerful support. Welcome back to the Beyond the Game program. Interesting that you're playing Tom Sawyer by Rush to bring us back in. Did you see during the Bills-Ravens football game, that guy, that it's the video's now gone viral, the guy who's the vice president for the Ravens marching band, he was air drumming to Tom Sawyer. I don't know how I missed that. Oh, it was great. It, 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 it's an older guy, which is what adds to it. It's, it's just this short 20-some second video. But it was actually posted by, I think it was Channel 8 here in Rochester, New York. The thing has gone viral. It's got over 6.5 million views. I am Googling that right now. guy's name is Peter Zerpalo. Peter Zerpalo, kicker Justin Tucker, said of the video, it was awesome. He looked like Neil Peart. Peart, of course, is the drummer for Rush, who, by the way, it was just his birthday a couple days ago. Way to go playing that Tom Sawyer video. What a great air drumming video that was. <laughs> I found it. This is, is it, tremendous. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, the guy's just going off. Let's find out what it is that we liked in sports this week. Second Timothy 4.18 says, The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. The hanging scoreboard over the George Washington University basketball court was undergoing maintenance earlier this week, and while it was in its lowered position, though still a bit above the floor, it came crashing down. The fact that it came down is not what I like, but the fact that nobody got hurt is. Those jumbotrons are huge, and had somebody been caught underneath it, it could have been a terrible scene. God's hands of protection, even when most times we are completely unaware of it, is what I like this week. What I like this week is a haircut. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but a uh, a blogger named Nick Moraldo at Nick Moraldo on Twitter, tweeted a picture of uh, Steelers running backs James, Con- James Connor's terrible haircut. I don't know if you've seen it. It's really awful. Get a haircut and get a real job. And he said, if he rushes for a hundo and two TDs, I'll be rocking this on Monday. Of course, on Sunday, Connor broke 100 yards and two touchdowns. So the next day... Nick Moralda went out and got the same hideous haircut that James Conner has and tweeted a photo. So Nick Moraldo's haircut is what I liked this week. You like that? You like that? At least that's not as bad as that Cleveland radio guy who promised to eat poop. Oh my gosh, yeah. And did. Yeah. And did. Why would you do such a thing? I don't know, man. Ew. Seriously? So gross. This has been the Beyond the Game program. Glad you could be with us for this week's show. Please consider partnering with our team here at Beyond the Game. We bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to thousands of listeners through Sports Talk Radio each and every week. Your financial contributions to this radio ministry, well, they're what keep us on the air. And if you have a business, won't you please consider advertising during the Beyond the Game program? For more information or to make a donation, visit our website, btgprogram.com. Lots of other stuff there as well. You can find out additional information about the program Listen to past broadcasts, and there's detailed information about how you can know Jesus Christ personally. For Zach Barletta, I'm Rick Benson. Lord willing, we'll be back together again next week right here at this same time. Be bold and be great this week, everybody. 